Hey everyone, you are listening to Magic Key Adventures, a podcast highlighting, well, usually a podcast highlighting me and my family's trips to Disneyland. And it has been over a month since I've gone to Disneyland. And when I started this podcast, my goal was to go every month, but I missed the opportunity to go in June. So I haven't been to the parks in a while. But I will be back very, very soon. Next weekend, in fact, July 30th, me and my younger boys have a reservation for Disneyland. So we are so excited to get back to the parks. I want to say thank you to all of you who have been listening. And I appreciate everyone for sticking with me and listening to all the episodes because today I will be talking not about Disney, but I can't wait to talk to you guys about Disneyland again. But I did get a request from Corina who messaged me on Instagram and said, hey, I was hoping you were going to talk about your Alaska trip. And I was just so thrilled to get a message from you, Karina. So thank you so much. This episode is for you. This is episode 10, my 10th episode, guys. Ah, you know I love milestones. I'm so excited to have my 10th episode talking to you guys about, it just seems like just about trips at this point. (laughs) But I will be talking to you guys about my Alaska trip. But before I do, I also want to thank Michaela, my beautiful niece, because she answered the Spotify poll. And she, the question was, if you were to get a Disney tattoo, what would you get? And she answered the Disney castle. And I think that's a wonderful idea for a tattoo, obviously, because I have one. (laughs) So I hope, Michaela, that you get that tattoo someday, if that's something that you want. And I also want to thank everyone who's messaged me and sent me support. I also want to thank my bestie, Courtney, for again donating to the podcast and giving me the ability to buy some equipment. I haven't used it yet because I'm still setting up my little area after a vacation, especially a long one. It takes forever just to kind of come back to planet Earth. At least it does for me. I just this weekend emptied all of the luggage that we brought back and all of the little tote bags and stuff. So my next step is to do laundry and to clean everything up. And I'm not looking forward to it. Who does really, honestly? (laughs) So I want to say again, thank you all for listening. So let's get into it. Let's talk about my Alaska trip. If you've never been on a cruise, I'll just give you a little synopsis of our trip because I think if I were to just sit here and 
go through each day of my trip, it'd probably be a really long episode because it was a one-week trip. We left on a Friday and came back on a Friday. We left from Seattle, Washington, and that was our our port to leave from. And I flew there. I used Delta Airlines to fly there. I don't believe I've ever flown Delta before, and it was just okay. The staff was amazing. They were sweet. I did opt to upgrade my seat to a comfort seat, but it wasn't comfortable. It was supposed to have more leg room. And you guys, I am I am five foot tall. That is not very tall. <laughs> and so I sat there and thought to myself, this is more leg room? It really wasn't. It wasn't more leg room. But what I did like about it is that they um, did offer you um, earbuds because they did have TVs on the airplane. And they did offer to um, offer them to us. I'm not sure if they did it to everybody, but at least in my section, they offered it to us for free. So I really appreciate that little perk and being able to watch TV on the airplane, which is something I used to be able to do all the time when my brother was working for Virgin America and when he was working for Frontier. So my brother has actually been in the in-flight entertainment business for a very long time and he used to work for Frontier and he also used to work for Virgin America before um, it got bought out from Alaska. But it was gorgeous to fly over Oregon. I was able to text my husband during the flight and he's like, you're over a national forest in Oregon. And I looked out the window and I was like, oh my God. And it was so beautiful. All these mountains with snow. It was it was so gorgeous. And I was taking pictures and I was sending it to him. And I just, I don't think that the photos did what I was looking at justice. But I, you know, I had to show it to him. I had to be like, look at this. It's gorgeous. We sailed on the Royal Caribbean on their ship, the Ovation of the Seas. Um, the people I traveled with were all family. So the only person who was missing, unfortunately, was my husband. Due to extenuating circumstances, he was not able to take the time off of work, which we had planned for him to go. In fact, I even had a room key for him while I was on this trip, but he was unfortunately unable to go. So it was just me, my three boys, my parents, my brother, and my niece and her fiance. So our staterooms were all together. So on the ship, they call your room a stateroom. And your stateroom numbers go by the floor that you're on. So Whatever floor that you're on, you put that number in front of your room number. So I had room number 510, but if I were to tell anybody where my stateroom is, I would say 9510 because I was on the ninth floor in room 510. And that's just how they identify where everybody is. My whole family had a balcony room and my room was the only one who didn't have a balcony since we were going to be traveling with Charlie, who is a toddler. We wanted to make sure that he was always safe since he's never been on a cruise and we've never been on a cruise with a toddler before. 
So I didn't have a balcony in my room. But that actually ended up being a benefit because my room was the biggest out of everybody's. I had a giant room. I could have fit so many beds in that room. It was it was amazing. I had a I had a beautiful beautiful room and a beautiful view because our room was in the front of the ship. So it was almost like we were driving the ship from where we were looking out our window. It was so amazing. So your luggage gets delivered to you. When you get to your port in front of your ship, you leave your luggage in an order. So you have everybody's luggage who's in the forward of the boat, everybody's luggage who is in midship, and then everybody's luggage who is in aft, which is in the back of the boat. And so you just leave your luggage in those designated areas. And your luggage is also tagged. The cruise line gives you your own tags so that you can mark your luggage and they know which stateroom to deliver it to. So usually by the end of the first day, they told us by 8 o'clock everybody should have their luggage. Fortunately, all of our group did get all of their luggage, except for my niece, Michaela. (laughs) She was the only one, for some reason, who did not receive her luggage. And while we were at dinner, we were like, when is she getting her luggage? And it ended up being at guest services. So, so they picked up their luggage from guest services. And that was the only odd thing. We found that very odd. We had no idea where her luggage was and it was never delivered. And um, it ended up being at guest services. So at least we found it, right? The thing about cruises too is um, what you pay for is your your room and board basically so you're paying for your room you're paying for your food and you're paying for the ship to take you to all the ports that you're going to Um, the ship will cover two main restaurants there's always a buffet and there's always like a main dining hall and then there are some little cafes and little food stations sprinkled throughout the boat that you could get free food there are There are also paid dining restaurants and like things like Starbucks coffee. They had Starbucks on this cruise ship. I did not find any quality Starbucks on the cruise ship, but they did. They had, I guess, you know, the Starbucks products and that stuff you had to pay for out of your pocket. So there are free things on the ship that are included in and the price that you pay, and there's some things that you pay extra for. Alcohol you pay extra for, soda you pay extra for. The drinks that they provide for you is water, tea, and some juices. And it's usually like orange juice and fruit juice, and then they would bring like a a variety of like juices, like tropical or mango or something like that, or even and lemonade as well. So those things were free. And coffee was like regular, you know, hot coffee was free. If you wanted, you know, those fun Starbucks drinks, then you had to you had to pay for those. And I wasted my money on those things, you guys, because every time I got one, they were not good. I think I had one. I had one good coffee from the back of the ship, from the cafe from the back of the ship, and that was the only one who made it. Even their regular coffee when I just um because they didn't have creamer. I'm I'm very big on like vanilla creamer in my hot coffee and they didn't have that so I've also adapted myself to be able to drink 
um, black coffee with some sugar, but their coffee wasn't good. So, um, one star for the coffee for Royal Caribbean. Sorry. <laughs> um, so another thing about cruises that I'll tell you about is that there's always activities going on. Um, you get a schedule, um, of activities. When I cruised before, it was always like on a piece of paper. Um, but you know, technology has come a long way since my last cruise. I honestly can't remember when my last cruise was, was, Oof, it was years ago. Me and Alex had just gotten married like maybe a year or two before. So it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. So they have it on an app now. So Royal Caribbean has their own app that you are able to use on the ship and they let you use free Wi-Fi in order to enable their app. <laughs> And so you can see all of the scheduled events and it's always a variety of things. It could be family friendly, it could be games, it could be dance parties, it could be a comedy, trivia, a show, um, a comedian, a singer. They have so much entertainment. Like I basically say that a cruise is like a city on a ship. And you're just floating along on this little city and everything that you need is there. I mean, it should be, right? Because you're kind of stuck on a boat for a while. So they truly do have everything and so many activities and things to do. They do have child care and child activities on the boats. I never used it. I just kind of went along and tried to do everything with my kids. I did register them for it, but I didn't end up using it just because we ended up doing everything together. And I just wasn't really sure how Charlie would do with me leaving him because, you know, the parent has to leave. So <laughs> he's not in preschool or anything. So he's he's never had to go through that situation. So, but we made sure to do like family friendly activities. And they also had something called a fuel room in in the ship. And it was in the back of the ship and it was kind of next to their little rec center. They had a rec center on the ship as well and an arcade. But the fuel room was just this room that had toys in it. And every day it had like a variation of different toys or the same toys, but maybe like less of them and more of another one. So usually you could find these like plastic Legos, hula hoops, buckets, little sandbags, numbered stars, like basically to ignite your imagination and to kind of play on your own as a family. And they also had like coloring activities and stuff for you to use as well. I think we used that room almost every day that we were on the ship. We would spend at least, you know, 20 minutes in this room just so that my kids could kind of like, well, especially Charlie could just kind of like jump up and down not in our stateroom. So we use that room quite a lot. And as I mentioned, they do have a rec center too. We didn't go in there a lot just because they had a lot of scheduled activities in there. And the only scheduled activity we actually did in there was roller skate. And I'm a child of the 80s, grew up in the 90s, had roller skates of my own. So of course, this was an amazing activity for me to do. Unfortunately, Alex Jr. did not feel the same way. <laughs> he struggled and he fell a lot and he got frustrated. But I told him that at least he tried and he did an awesome job. 
So that was the only activity that we did in there besides air hockey. But we had to pay for the air hockey. That was another thing is that um, the arcade and the air hockey was something that you had to pay for. And it was kind of expensive. It was $2.50 per game for the air hockey. For the arcade games, it was $2. Most of those arcade games were $2. So I had to limit the kids. I'm like, do not be swiping your card because they could use their stateroom key to to turn on the games. And I was like, you get five. <laughs> so a lot of activities on the ship. Uh, another thing to note is that for, at least for this ship, the TV is just kind of like random. It's not like you watch Nickelodeon or the Disney Channel or ABC or anything. It's kind of like these preset channels and they play different things. So they had like a a baby channel that they called like peekaboo or something. And then they had like a children's channel and a teen channel and then a family channel and then premium, whatever that meant. And, and it would just play random shows. Um, sometimes we would find bubble guppies. Sometimes we would find Paw Patrol. Um, one day we saw Diary of a Wimpy Kid. So don't rely on your TV in your stateroom to bring you entertainment. It doesn't always. And let's see, what else? The food on a cruise ship has always been my favorite part. The thing about cruises is that you get to try new things because their cuisine is is always different and revolving. The only place that you won't really notice it, or at least on this cruise ship, was the buffet. There's a lot of things that they served that were always the same, which was good for my kids, that consistency, because they're picky eaters and they basically eat the same thing all the time. So that w- that worked out for us, for them. But, you know, for the rest of us who are not as picky, okay, I'm a picky eater, but I'm not as bad as my kids, okay? But <laughs> for the rest of us, you know, it it kind of got a little monotonous with the food because it was always the same. The main dining room, we did have some really good cuisine. One of my favorite things that we ate was lobster tail. That was very, very good. Another good thing that I had, or another good dish that I had was the chicken cordon bleu. They made it so delicious. And I had actually ordered something out else this is the other thing about a cruise ship is that if you don't like what you're eating they will bring you something else but I didn't tell him I didn't like what I had ordered because I did try it and it was a little dry but I'm not going to complain because I don't want to waste food we're on a cruise ship all of these people I'm sure there's so much food waste I could only imagine so I didn't want to be that person but my family decided that they were going to speak for me and tell our waiter, who was an amazing person, that I was regretting my choice and that I wanted something else. So he whisked away my plate and brought me back the chicken cordon bleu. And I'm not sorry that I got the chicken cordon bleu because it was delicious, but I am sorry that he took my plate because... (laughs) I don't know who was going to eat that. I told him he better feed some homeless person somewhere because I felt so bad. (laughs) The other thing too 
that's really neat is that if you want two appetizers off the menu, they'll bring you the two appetizers. If you want two desserts off the menu, they will bring you the two desserts off the menu. And that's what's beautiful about it too. But I I try to be very conscious about food waste. So I make sure that I, I order what I can eat. I, and I feel really bad when I can't finish things. But those were probably the only two dishes that I really, really liked out of everything. I don't think anything else really stood out to me. My kids ate basic things off the menu. There was plain spaghetti was their favorite thing off the menu, which I had to request because they had spaghetti, but with marinara sauce and my kids don't like marinara sauce. But for everybody else, they were just loving it. My son, Lewis loves to explore with food. And so he was loving it as well. And so we, it was very nice to have dinner with the entire family. It, there's nine of us. So that was awesome just to be able to sit down and have dinner. I think there was only maybe one night that we didn't all sit and have dinner together. So the whole reason to be on a cruise is because you get to stop places because it takes you somewhere. And so we stopped at three Alaskan cities, which I had mentioned in my last episode, but I will tell you them again. We stopped at Sitka, Skagway, and Juneau, Alaska. And then we made a brief stop in Victoria, Canada, right before we got back to Seattle. All of these ports that we stopped at in Alaska were gorgeous, full of mountains, mountains full of trees, green, snow. But the other thing that I loved about all of our ports, we were preparing for rain. Okay, we kept looking at the weather and we were seeing that it was supposed to rain. It's supposed to be cloudy. It was supposed to be 60s. Now, where I'm from in the desert, when you say 60 degrees to me, that's freezing. <laughs> I'm sure to a lot of you out there who probably live in a normal place, <laughs> do not see 60 degrees and think it's freezing. But to me, 60 degrees in our dry climate is freezing. So I was expecting to be very cold when I got to Alaska, and I was very wrong. Not only were we graced with no rain at any of our ports, we were graced with 66 degrees and cloudy with like some peaks of sunshine every once in a while. But because this is a different area, this is a different climate, being in that weather was gorgeous. It was beautiful. It was absolutely perfect. Perfect, perfect weather. I couldn't have asked for better weather at all of our ports. In fact, when we were in Skagway, there was a point where the sun came out and I was like, I could have worn shorts today. I was in long pants, jeans, and a long sleeve shirt and a sweater, I think. Or I had layered, you know, just in case. And I did not need all of those clothes. I could have worn shorts and I thought that was beautiful. I was just amazed at how different the weather in this area was. So 
it was just beautiful. Not only was all of these mountains beautiful, but the weather was beautiful as well. The cool thing about Skagway, our second port, is that it looked very old westerny, and I thought that was really cool. And it had that like old western feel. It had like those wooden kind of like platform walkways you know, in the storefront instead of concrete. And it just reminds me of Tucson because I've been to old Tucson and seen like the Wild West and seen the shows and stuff like that. And it really reminded me of that. And it was really neat. And then in Sitka, our first port, it was right off the water and it was beautiful. And <laughs> we, we went into this shop and it was a coffee shop. It had sandwiches and coffee and all this stuff. And I really like the Alaskan sense of humor because I took a picture of this, what is it? It's like a dispenser. And there's a sign that says, condiments for our customers only, underlined our customers only. In parentheses underneath, it says, sorry you bought icky coffee elsewhere. I thought that was hilarious. They have the audacity <laughs> to put these signs. I loved it. I loved their sense of humor. I should have taken pictures of more signs, but they had they had an amazing sense of humor. So in Sitka, Alaska, it was actually 57 when we got there and it was cloudy. But that was probably our coldest day and it didn't feel too cold. It felt nice. So Juno was beautiful as well. Oh, wait, let me go back to Skagway. Something you should probably know about me is I work for a local, our local government, our city, and I work in the Parks and Recreation Department. My brother found a park in Skagway and so my kids went over and played in this park. And I, me being the nerd that I am, fell in love with this park because it was, it was gorgeous. It had Christmas trees, like instead of like that little dome monkey bar type of thing, they had Christmas trees that you climb on, like plastic Christmas trees with like little holes in them. I, I loved it. It was gorgeous. And me being the funny person I am. I sent pictures to all of my coworkers back at home saying, look, you can take the girl out of Parks and Recreation, but you can't take Parks and Recreation out of the girl. And yes, I have watched the show. And yes, I'm a very big fan. I've actually watched it three times. I love that show. It's hilarious. In Skagway, we went on a train ride to a mountaintop. Now, it was kind of scary because we were literally on the edge of a mountain, but it was gorgeous. It was absolutely gorgeous because you could see the river, you could see the the mountaintops with like all of the snow, all of the snow that was melting, creating like these little waterfalls off of the mountains. We ended up seeing mountain goats on this train ride and it was really weird because I'm just staring at the beautiful snow on top of this mountain and all of a sudden the snow moves because these 
mountain goats are white <laughs> and they just like jump and I was like oh my goodness and then I was like oh my goodness <laughs> oh it was so beautiful okay so when we did get to Juneau as you know Juneau is the capital of Alaska Juneau was you know the hopping city it was just instead of being like this small little town port you know it was the big city and it was gorgeous and this is where we finally saw a bald eagle. I think my family had seen one flying off the ship in one of our ports. But when we got off of the ship, I finally got to see a bald eagle. And that was amazing. Watching them fly is, is amazing with their wingspan. We did a lot of walking and shopping. And that's basically what we did at our ports, except for Skagway, where we went on the train ride, is that we just got off and we did shopping and, you know, we looked around, and got to know the town and just enjoyed the weather. That's basically what we did. And then in Canada, we were only there for a short time. Like I mentioned, we were there for four hours. And so... My niece was kind enough to watch Charlie so that me and Alex Jr. could get off the ship and and explore Canada, Victoria, Canada. So we went to the gift shop and then me and Alex just kept walking and there was all these beautiful flowers painted on the cement. So I took pictures of those because they were gorgeous. And they looked like they were chalk, but they weren't because you couldn't wipe it off at all. It was it was paint. It was it was there to stay and it was beautiful. So we started walking and we get to the edge of this walkway to turn on a street. And this lovely gentleman was like, "Oh, hey, welcome to Canada. You know, what would you like to do today? Did you want to go shopping in our downtown? Did you want to go to a park? Do you want to go to the beach?" And me and Alex just kind of looked at each other. We're like, mm, let's go to the beach. Let's see what's what's over there. He's like, okay, just follow this pathway this way. If you keep following it, you'll end up on a pier. And the pier will take you to a lighthouse. I was like, hey, that sounds amazing. Thank you so much. And so that's what me and Alex did. We took the path that he recommended and we got on the pier. And we walked to the end of it, which had a lighthouse. Now, I wouldn't really call it a house because it, it didn't have a house. It was just a small little light fixture. <laughs> I mean, it was big. I mean, it was taller than us, of course, you know, and it's, and it's there to provide lights to the ships. But, you know, not your traditional main type of lighthouse. But we were happy with ourselves that we made it because it was a long walk. And we took a picture by it. And that was me and Alex Jr.'s adventure in Canada. That's what we did. So that was basically our trip. After that, we got back to Seattle and I told you guys what we did in Seattle. And so that's basically how a cruise goes. But if you have any questions, I am more than happy to answer any of your questions. And again, I'd like to thank Karina for asking me to talk about the trip. And while I can't give you like a whole play-by-play -play of the entire trip, because that would be a lot of episodes... And, and we're going to Disneyland next weekend. <laughs> Not this weekend, but next weekend. Yay! So we got to save room, guys. Got to save room for that Disney talk. So 
I want to thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and listening to me talk about the cruise. Like I said, you can ask me any questions, whether you want to ask on Instagram or via email. You can email me at magickeyadventures at yahoo.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram at magic underscore key underscore adventures. And you can DM me. And I will look at your message and talk to you right back, just like I did with Corina. I also want to thank my fellow podcasters for showing me love and support. You have been amazing. I've had a couple of them reach out to me because I tagged them in a post. And I just want to say thank you so much for your support and for always offering to help me and I appreciate it so much. I appreciate when people are like, hey, if you need any help, let me know. I've always been that type of person. So I appreciate when people are the same way because I love to help people and I love people who help people. So thank you for your support. And if you want to support the podcast, you could always do so with a one-time donation. It's $5.00. And it just says, it says, buy me a coffee. So you can buy me a black half cold brew. I won't hate you for it, right? But I will also use any money, you know, to help this podcast and to help get more equipment so that I can bring you better episodes or, you know, just to buy myself a little treat. But I'll always tell you what I buy, just like I did with um, the last donation that I got from Courtney. I did buy the equipment and I bought the editing software, which thank you again, Bestie, for your donation and for your support. Um, I can't wait to use all of that equipment. I do use the editing software. I didn't in the last episode, just because the last episode I kind of did in the in the last minute. I should, I mean, I'm going to be very transparent with you. I did it on a Monday like I am today. And so I didn't get to use my editing software, but this time, this episode, I will be using my editing software just because it's going to make things a lot faster. Another thing about today is I'm recording on July 17th. July 17th is Disneyland's birthday. So happy birthday, Disneyland. I love you so much and I can't wait to visit you again. So I think that is it for this episode. If I'm missing anything, I'm sorry. I'll make it up to you. (laughs) Until next time, everyone, I hope you all have an adventurous day. Bye.